Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Team Chad, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Joining me in the studio today is CJ Gibson. I'm back. Sean Finnegan. I am also back. <laughs> no chomps? All right. And Steven Chomp, Rue. Chomp. All right. There we go. Hey. On today's show, we are going to talk a little bit about the dawning event that is going on right now, but mostly we're going to talk about Black Armory, how we feel about it, my review, etc. So let's get right into it with uh, one of the most common comments. This feels early, and I saw this across the board from everybody, and I, I'm in a bit of a tough spot. I feel like I see what the content is. Mm-hmm. It's this grind weapons, get them, and then go into the forge, power them up, and get the drop, right? And then you do it again, you do it again, you do it again, and that's it's very repetitive. And for those that are saying that my review feels early, IGN does have a policy where we can re-review something should our opinions changed drastically by the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I put a 5.5 on Black Armory, and there's a few reasons for that. Uh, basically, quest design is the main crux of my argument about why it is so poor. And the raid launching with bugs that Bungie has now said they don't even think they can replicate or or squash. Basically, you have infinite res tokens for the final encounter, making it easier than intended and taking away that feeling of victory that you would normally feel when you defeat a incredibly challenging encounter. So I wanted to talk to you guys about that, about your thoughts about Black Armory so far. How are you feeling about it? We're in it now. It's been we have uh, two of the forges unlocked. Mm-hmm. We've gotten several of the weapons at this point. You kind of get the loop. Right. CJ, you actually haven't unlocked the GoFan in Forge yet. What happened there? No, I was just chilling in Nessus for a little bit, admiring yeah. the view <laughs> with about five other people doing the same thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, you better not kill that thing before I do. To uh, unlock the GoFan in Forge, <laughs> players must defeat a high value target on Nessus for a specific quest step. Currently, only the player who lands the finishing blow is credited with defeating the enemy. We are currently developing a fix for a future update. I think Bummer. if you're launching an expansion that you should have had that figured out and stop tying quests to RNG <laughs> high value targets Whoa. or public events that have to be made heroic. Yeah, to feel like you're playing against people in a shared world open space like that, that's not cool. Like it is one of those things where <laughs> you can't even get your teammates in to help you because now they're your enemies and yeah. they're supposed to be your allies. I mean, but you guys don't know the reason for that. It's not like they did it on purpose. No. Or it's like they just put it in there and then forgot to play test. It's most likely a bug of some sort that uh, snuck its way it in there. This, this is the third in, time in the comments though. This is the third time that they have tied a quest step to an RNG event. No, but I'm talking about the the whole like last hit thing mechanic. That's correct. My my issue like that is also part of the problem. But in addition, they've done this with the Ether Public event on Tangled Shore, which is how you got into the Dreaming City and the Whisper quest, 
where you got cabal drill for an entire weekend before they're like, oh, we kind of screwed that up. Let's fix it. Don't forget uh, Sleeper Simulant Destiny 1. Mm. What was that one? You had to wait for the uh, public event, the one where the war set drops. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, and right. It never dropped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like learn your lesson. It, it's so, like, it's why? Because so you keep doing that. All these things that we talk about, it's like it is those painful memories mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of bring us together in those moments. I'm not saying I like it. I very much hung out in Nessus last night for 30 or 40 minutes and didn't get it and still don't have the forge part. Took open. me an hour. Yeah, I know. Steven was – we were talking online while he was doing it, and he got it about Hey, did you minutes. start your alt yet because you got to do it again? Uh, no, I know. And so those are the God, things, yeah, where it should that. pervase yeah. – yeah, it should be pervasive over multiple ca- characters. And I've seen that comment as well. People are saying, oh, yeah, it should be account-based, not individual characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that, and that raises a good point with, like, light level increases and all that stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, they've – added those functionalities at a later time and it always feels like because of these kind of feedback situations so uh i haven't heard too much from you guys what do you think about the content now that you've gone through it a few times are you still uh, as excited about it i mean i don't know that i was ever very excited about it but i don't think i think people are being a little too hard on it and this is actually a very funny thing because uh i don't envy the position that you're in like ign has a responsibility as a whole to provide consumers and players with our thoughts and our review mm-hmm. of something ahead of its release or as best we can as soon as it's after released uh that said you know it's a tough spot to be in because you have to give your opinion on something uh that you haven't seen entirely what it's made of yet and yeah. sure you have a great sense of it but like it's it's tough to be able to render a verdict about a movie after only having watched the first scene and full disclosure, you and I also have been away and have not yet done the raid. Like, Yeah, I haven't done the raid yet. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I have heard that feedback. I feel pretty confident that the review sure, number is yeah. going to stick based on what we've seen. I yeah. don't think the one exotic quest, which will be the, the wholly unique thing that will come in January, is going to drastically change the overall concept of I mean, what, in, what Black Armory has been. You may be right. But my point is that like um, Destiny 2 pre Black Armory, I thought was in a really good spot. The activities yeah. I was doing regularly uh, are fun and varied enough to where I'm having a good time with it. And Black Armory just facilitates more of doing those activities, plus mm. a little bit more of these forges to get new weapons. So mm. as a whole, that doesn't seem all that bad to me. Like, it doesn't seem great. It's not exactly what I would have wanted, but I'm also not really vibing with a lo- uh, the people out there who are voicing like major discontent with it. Mm-hmm. Well, now you mentioned the movie thing. I was reading a bunch of comments. It was weird to actually not be on the show and actually see those comments. Um, a series you you been- wouldn't review episode one of The Walking Dead. I'm like, yeah, we do that. We did that actually, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I think that's the comparison I was gonna say. It's like. In a sense, they've always done DLCs where, yeah, here's all the content in one swoop. And the way that this is, is it's not really a movie. It's almost like a TV series. Now, you wouldn't give a whole review on a TV series maybe and say, oh, based on just this first week, I'm going to say the TV series is terrible. That is, I think, what the difference is with the way that this content's being presented versus a movie. And I definitely hear what people are saying about that sort of rollout strategy, which is why I do remind people that if this content is drastic enough, that yeah. I need to go back and do a re-review. I will do that. Yeah. I feel pretty strongly that that's not going to happen. We know what the next forge is now. It is the same mechanic. It's Vex. But, you kill Vex, throw balls into the forge. But you've also we've also seen this happen at IGN before where with 
with how different games are coming out and how mm-hmm. big the specific components are coming out, we have changed our review structure or our yeah. review approach. Yeah. So the most current example is Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, Call of Duty, right? Yeah. We individually reviewed three different yeah. parts of it and then had a collective score. Maybe a game like Destiny and a new distribution, like a new content mm-hmm. distribution platform necessitates something like that. I don't know, but that's something like you and the editorial team have to figure out with Dan. Yeah. Again, it just goes back to my point, which is like, you're in a tough spot, so it's hard for me to sit here and be like, you're wrong or yeah. I'm right because I, th- I just don't know that that's the case. I've thought a lot about it, a lot of angry people out there, the fact that we put a score on it. And I think if we just labeled review in progress at the beginning and then put out a final review in January but scored the review in progress, if it's similar to Black Armory, if the next one comes out, which doesn't have a raid, by the way, and I'm just like, I can't score this. Like, this is too weird. I mean, we do I that, won't. right? Don't we? We, yeah. we do re- score yeah. reviews in progress. Yes, right? we do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. If I had to score it now, the 5.5. Other, the other thing that's difficult, too, is that, I mean, they talk about surprise and delight and all these things. And I do believe them when they <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> Let's the, look at the roadmap. Well, but that's. Four forges in an exotic quest. But that, okay. okay. But that goes with my point. It's like, you're right. So if we look at that and go, okay, this is everything that's going to be, like, it would be the equivalent of, of honestly going into a movie going, hey, you know what? Please tell me how the movie ends. I want to know that, like, you know, Darth Vader is his father. Like, what? I, I don't think that's an, an accurate <laughs> or a good comparison. Well, but, but here, but here, well, but here's what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you want to know everything that's coming out in the next nine months in the game? I mean, they've put it all here on this roadmap. No, I don't think that they have. And this, I'm not reviewing the next nine months, and that's another thing I hear a lot. I'm reviewing Black Armory, and Black Armory is grindy and poor quest design, in my opinion. Right, but it's, yeah. again, they're, the way that they're staggering out the content, in theory, if that goes until February, you don't think there's going to be anything that's not on this, like, you know, reveal calendar that's a surprise that they might just do and throw out there. So they've already shown some of the secrets and stuff yeah. that they have. They have that box that you can and put some, together. And, and those are really them. cool. Those yeah. are neat. Those are actually one of my positives. Yeah. But overall, as a package, the main gameplay loop is grind out a weapon, go power it up yeah. in the forge and get it. Yeah. And the forge is okay. It's just, it's just it's okay. It's just yeah. okay. I mean, and the rate is good. It has that map mechanic, yeah. but it's buggy and it detracts from your overall victory. No, I hear you. I, I, I don't debate that. I think what I'm saying is we're in this position where we always want to know more. We always want to know how, why, when. And it does kind of take the magic out of some of those things. Like, again, if you went to a movie and knew exactly what it was going to be, like, I mean, some people do go to movies based on books and then like it, but then they have an expectation like, oh, the book was better. I hated the movie. I'm glad you brought that up, CJ, because in June, their marketing tone wasn't solidified yet, and they were saying some stuff that was very strange. That's fair. To give you more of what you want more often, it's about chasing the power and the gear. Uh, Endgame challenges was one thing on the list, but in addition, they said new weapons, armor, and vanity rewards, new and returning exotics, new pinnacle activities, new triumph records to collect, new lore to discover. And it's only Endgame activities. And that is the crux of the problem. They sold a piece of content without defining what it was clearly, and a lot of people are feeling burned now. Now, uh, user Nick Manillo says, I just wish someone would call Destin on his hypocrisy. So when Last Wish launched and he was able to do it day one, but 90% couldn't, he basically said, get good. That was Sean. Now that he can't do the content day one, (laughs) it's terrible design. One, I did do the content day one. I had to for the review. And two, that is a specific raid conversation, which is not what I'm talking about for Black Armory. I think the Black Armory – let me just finish quick. Black Armory should be a pinnacle level challenge, but the whole of Black Armory locking out people who paid for it based on incomplete information that Bungie was giving, 
uh, is confusing for them. And Gambit was also labeled as an endgame activity, and you can play that at any level. Yeah. So that's why mm. it's weird. I also don't think this is – I don't actually think what he's saying here applies. The difference was that the raid released after a certain amount of time, and during that time players could be ready for it. Yeah. The difference here was Black Armor released, and no player could be ready because you yeah. needed to be 610. Yeah. So that's the difference. Is like yeah. It's not really about – the whole get good thing, which I think applies. <laughs> yeah. You do need to get good. Naturally. Uh, I don't think that that applies to this specific situation because there was that gap in between 600 and 610 where players had to grind yep. the stuff they were already doing before to get to the point where they could do the Black Armory content. Whereas the difference was with, uh, you had a pre, you had a, Time period before the raid at which you could prepare to get ready for it. Yeah. And then go in on day. And you did again this time, and I'm actually okay with that. I was okay. Well, I wish, I kind of starting to lean more towards Fran wishing it was Having on a Saturday. Longer. Yes. Well, even if it was too. just launching on a Saturday instead yeah. of on a Friday. I know. Me too. And, and it's funny that, that as we're saying that, I felt the same way because I was not available during the week. But then also the fact that, you know, I know now that they're pacing it out a little bit longer, I would like to have a longer lead up time to the raid. Or other people said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if the raid was just available day one at a certain level? And then you had a hard mode that was available later that had a certain amount of power that you had to do the raid to get to that higher power cap. Yeah. You know, um, so. so what else do we have here? Uh, Polygon back in June said these additions will include new endgame activities, new weapons, armor and vanity items to collect, new and returning exotics, new pinnacle activities, new triumph records to collect, and new in-game lore to discover, according to Bungie. And then a uh, new forge was revealed on Nessus. Oh, yeah, I already called that out. A-Rex, uh, congrats on the, the exclusive, by the way. That was pretty cool. Nice. See him hanging out with Bungie. Yeah. But, yeah, so so my main problem, and I think the community's main problem, is this was marketed as, yes, it's an annual pass. Everyone's going to have something to do. Nope, that is not the case. If you're not 600, don't even buy it because you can't really do anything yeah. within Black Armor. I mean, well, you can pr probably play Forsaken still and get to that point. Yes. That's what I know it, you mean. Yeah, and my review of Black Armory also doesn't detract from how good Forsaken is. Forsaken right. is still a nine in my mind. I love how they've handled Forsaken. I still really, really enjoy Forsaken. See, that blows my mind. It's like, how do you even separate them? They're the same. It's but, all one thing. But this mm -hmm. is what Duggan keeps saying. He's like, I don't understand how they constantly go back and forth between like, this is like a mid-tier DLC versus this is a one-year DLC. Yeah. And that's the reason why he kept bouncing out in between them because he's like, I want every DLC to be like Forsaken. We obviously know that that's not practically yeah, that's not realistic. Possible. So I think if we all change our mindset, and I, I haven't heard much from you, Stephen, so I'll ask you about this. Mm -hmm. This is not a traditional content drop. Yeah. Like we all know it's not Curse of Osiris. Mm. It is not Warmind. This is basically our subscription fee. It is. Bungie needs to make money somehow, and this is their solution. I think it was marketed poorly. I think they could have been clearer with their messaging earlier on. They were so cagey about it. I think that's because they didn't even really know what they were going to launch yet. Mm -hmm. And then once they solidified that it would be endgame content, they're like, here it is. It's endgame content. And that marketing didn't start until November, and then the content dropped like, this, like weeks two weeks before. later. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they should have just solidified the messaging better. H how do you feel about – Black Armory and uh, the gameplay loop and everything, well, Stephen. I think we do at this point. It looks like they're going to do like this trickle content uh, approach now, and mm -hmm. we have to start. We have to stop thinking it as new content, like new DLC, because in the past, when you get new DLC, almost every player can play it instantly. Now it's an add-on to the game we already have, and it's evolving the game. So if you look at Black Army in a vacuum, you're right; it's not that good. 
Mm-hmm. You get you get three forges that are or four forges that are the same. You kill stuff and you throw balls and that's it. We know three are the same for sure. Yeah, we don't know what the lab is yet, but yeah. it's probably it's like like you said, the exotic quest in the lab is not going to be enough to change your five point five review. The 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 forge is the same. The quests are not fun, and if you look at it in a vacuum, plus the raid, which doesn't even make my top five raids, it doesn't. It's not a good DLC, right? But if you think of it as an activity adding on to what we already have, it makes Destiny 2 a lot better. Like, and, I sign on, and there's so much stuff to do. Like, yeah. there's two raids you can do. There's all the milestones. Plus, now I get to grind specific weapons. Like, before, when people used to grind, like, Omnigal or whatever for Grasp, you either would get the Bond or you get a Grasp. And mm-hmm. you'd have to just melt through the strike. Now you get to choose which frame you want, and you, you're working toward that specific weapon, and you can... Do it over and over and over again until you get that role you got. I like that um, gameplay loop. Mm-hmm. So if you look at Black Armory as just an add-on to Destiny 2, I think it's great. But if you look at it just as Black Armory in a vacuum, you're right. It's it's 5.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that's basically where I'm coming out from it. But uh, I do see a lot of people out there having fun, and I don't think <clears throat> you should let my review detract from that. Like, I'm not going to suddenly <laughs> agree with you. That oh, one, you're right. Ten out one, of ten. That's not going to happen. You know, like, I, I've never done that. I'll always just give people my honest opinion. People will always be really angry about reviews. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. So It's, it's like just a byproduct like, of – it's an yeah. unwritten law of the internet. Yeah, so – it's totally fine. Like, keep having fun with Black Armory. I'm still going to be playing Destiny. Yeah. Like, I'm not going anywhere. I played for, like, five hours last night grinding out the Dawning Quest. Yeah. Mm. And uh, Dawning is really cute. If you haven't visited the tower yet, <laughs> it's, uh, it's all covered in snow, and you bake recipes yes. for people around the tower, and you deliver these packages. Did you guys get your avalanche? Not yet. No. I Machine gun? No? Yeah. Steven oh, and yeah. I did. Yeah, sorry. I did. I haven't used it yet. Yeah, uh, it's pretty fun. It's yeah. pretty fun. I got a decent roll on my first drop, so I don't really need to grind out anymore. Mm-hmm. It's I just got hit fire grip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, on a machine. Wow. And it's much better in comparison to last year's dawning. I mean, if we actually remember, Sean, what was last year's? I don't even remember. Well, I don't was, even remember. Yeah, exactly. It was just basically <laughs> dawning engrams, and everything was tied behind Eververse. And it was, oh yeah, it was a bunch of stuff that like Jeez. piled into your inventory, and then you weren't sure how to actually get anything. And so at least now the oven baking and all the little supplies, <laughs> like they don't take space in your inventory. Yeah. At least the well, they do in your consumables when you got to deliver them. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. But I mean, for the most part, as you're getting each of the materials, at least they're all kind of in the sub menu of the oven and not. Taking up inventory space for hoarders <laughs> like myself that would have been a problem. Um, but you yeah, are a hoarder. I am. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very much so. I finally went through and deleted all my year one gear because I'm like, can I pull it out of the thing? Took me well, like an hour. I do have soul. I I have arc on my Uriels, and I yep. think it's solar out of the out of the book yeah, or vice versa. Use Steven I might Steven. exactly. I Thank might. You. I kept my old raid gear. Yeah, even if it's crap. Yeah, I just got you rid of it. Pull that from your collections. <laughs> I honestly went but it's from all having masterworked and like shaded. I went from stuff. having three hundred bright dust to like a thousand because Steven made me delete all the ghosts. <laughs> you guys want to know something uh, interesting? I don't know if you, you guys know about this, but um, like every time new content drops, lore tabs drop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And shout out to the lore team; they're fantastic. Like, yeah. dude, they could make cool. a movie about this stuff. But anyway, did you know <laughs> they should? They sure could. <laughs> yeah. Or better, they yet. could put make <laughs> it in the game. <laughs> they could make it, put it in the game, like, make it, and then make that a, an expansion. Like, like what if the lore like tabs, season of the Drifter? What if the lore tabs were like cinematics? I mean, I know that that's like a even in game cinematic. But yeah. that'd be I really mean, that would cool. be amazing. But did you know Marasov and Shax hook up? What? what? <laughs> Which is crazy. Shax is Destiny, a baller, dude. Destiny, <laughs> Everyone's always been saying this. Exactly. Shax is Destiny a baller. Destiny is such a like a E for everyone kind of game. And then there's literally a lore tab about like 
them hooking up. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. I got to go find that, man. man. Yeah, I, I do want to give one shout out Destiny to the commenters. Uh, thank you so much for saying Sean sucks repeatedly <laughs> in the comments. Really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Can we talk a little bit about this? I thought <laughs> it was so, reversed. I thought it was so interesting that on the last episode, there were a good number of comments calling me the shill. It's weird. Like, I never this, thought I'd see the day. This, <laughs> this indicates to me very clearly that most people don't watch, watch regularly yeah, because yeah. you would know if you watch the show regularly, I am the hater. Yeah. Everyone always gets on me for being the sin. I wasn't there so thank you uh yeah. it is weird but there's That's a lot of there's, so funny there's a me. lot of new people in the comments so uh for all the new folks that are now on the show and you see four of us yeah typically i guess well i don't know maybe i'm the show but it was weird to see you actually be labeled that especially because yeah. i think you were god forbid i have some perspective well but like... it, it really seemed like at all he's on the bungee christmas list like it was really weird to see and i actually i saw both sides but i did agree with you to say they actually said this like what else could they really have done and it sounds like you're saying mm-hmm. to have the messaging earlier. Yeah. Would have been um, and, and last well, thing. there's one more thing. So last thing. Yeah. And no new strikes, no new PvP maps. And oh, yeah. like some of the treatment that even Steven was saying about like the menu change and all that stuff. That does go a long way when all you have is grindy same type content. Yeah. So if that if they had done even that, I think it would have been a little bit better received. I don't understand. I, I really feel like it was phoned in. And I feel that way because the quest design is just so similar across the board for every weapons. Go get precision kills with hand cannons. Go do it again. Go do it again. Go get radiancy. You know. But but and and it's that every weapon to to counter argue. Yeah, when was the last time we actually had like a cool quest? You're correct. Like and Destiny's just always been like that. You're correct. King. And I don't yeah. I don't think that's good enough. Calcified fragments. I, I, no, I agree with you. I don't think it's yeah. good enough at all. Yeah. But like, like at this point, keep... I'm not even surprised when like like when I'm not the, surprised. But I'm we just fly somewhere, kill specific things, get that thing, go back to the tower, get the thing. It's always been like that. I mean, I also don't know. Okay, like there's so many things that I'm they trying to do. put my oh, head yeah, in the. Could. I'm trying to put my. I'm trying to get in the head of like if I was a Bungie quest designer mm-hmm. and I had to come up with interesting quests. Yeah. But all of you only have let's call it ten activities in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how really. Like how creative can with, you actually get? I came up with five. No matter what, your quests are going to have to do the same things, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't always have to shoot somebody. You could go clear three lost sectors, which they kind of did with the spider bounty. Yeah, they like did. reworked the the Sector lost stuff. sectors, right, and gave yeah. you a little bit of context about spider, but just a little. My bit. point. My point like, is no matter like another paragraph. My point <laughs> is no matter what you have the players do, there's always that chance of them being like, "But I've already done this." Well, yeah. Guess what? We all already done this. Yeah. Like, there's only a certain amount of things to do in the game. Calcified Fragments probably was, I think, one of the better quests because it had multiple things that you could get along with the progression of it. So you got different things depending on where you were at. Like you, it yeah. went to 50, but then if you got 30, you got something. If you got a specific one, you got something. If you got to 40, something else opened up. Like it was really well done. No, that was good, but and like what that has in common though is it came with Taken King, which was their big DLC. Right. And like this problem right. with the high value target on Nessus. This could easily be addressed. Just spawn a high-value target during the daily story missions. Just a random high-value target that just spawns and you yeah, kill it. I will, I will say waiting, waiting around in the yeah. open world isn't, has never been a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and and like the <laughs> yeah. problem there is yeah. like you're competing with all the other guardians in the space. They're, they're probably issue. going to address it, but yeah. I just don't know how you launch a piece of content and have a quest step in that is, that is this frustrating to deal with. It makes your guardians feel like enemies. It's crazy. I saw four dudes all hovering around there, and I'm just eyeing them going like, if you take this from me. Yeah. (laughs) 
in local, I'm just like, you couldn't wait like two seconds, but yeah. I didn't realize Although you I, had to get the last. I honestly kind of like that dynamic. Like I've been, I've been on that. You gamut. like that dynamic? No, I, I like not. that it's, it's different. No, 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 no. Yeah. Not, not the idea of everyone competing for something. Yeah, not yeah. that, but this idea that like not all guardians are on your side. See, uh, narratively, yeah. I think that's an interesting idea. Okay. Cause like, just like I I've been on do. that gambit. I've been on that gambit grind recently because I'm very, very close to Dredgen. Yeah. And I've been listening to the drifter talk a lot. Yeah. And he's awesome. Dude, he says some really interesting yeah. stuff. Like he goes, right. he said something the other day, which I, I'm sure it's been in there for a while, but it's the first time I heard it. Um, cause I'm now I'm paying attention, <laughs> but he said something like, um, uh, no one hated fallen more than, uh, Saint 14. People say he's dead, but I don't buy that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I've heard yeah. whoa, yeah. like what yeah, if, yeah, exactly. like alternate reality there. But this idea yeah. that like the drifter has these stories and these people and these like allies and enemies that like, you know, some of them are guardians and yeah. all that. Like that's kind of cool to me, right? Yeah. I, I wish I wish they would explore stuff like that more in DLCs like Black Armory yeah, or too. or looking yeah. forward we have Joker's Wild next. It would be great to see more of that dynamic even if it's delivered via a ghost while you're doing the poorly designed grind. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like just something like that like the, a lot of the spider stuff is just spider. You go to spider, he kind of gives you this narrative beat, right? Then you go out in the wild and he's like, "Ah, it's my brother." <laughs> again spider's off that's a really good impression <laughs> that is a pretty good <laughs> sounds just like him oh man yeah so like uh i i was like oh my god i i'm actually interested in a story about uh this fallen mob boss that's mm-hmm. so cool yeah. and uh I, I was excited by that but then it's it just kind of doesn't really go anywhere so waiting around we didn't talk about the fact that the forge is matchmaking which is good that's another positive that's, yes. a, that's a positive and now that it's been up for a few what weeks is the experience positive i haven't uh, match made with it yet i'm actually at i literally yes. did matchmaking yeah. all night last night and i failed once because there were only two of us but i only failed by like that much we oh, were yeah. so close uh, see i don't mind that yeah. i will say i'm starting to see players just afk now uh, oh really Be- before it was like everyone was at a low light so you had to work together because you wanted to complete it but i i have started noticing a lot of players just afking and then when it's the final round they just oh now you're moving yeah if you afk mm-hmm. in something like gambit or Report like that well kicks you out not only do i well i mean yeah but people like you know they'll yeah. play but you know there's a the keyboard yeah, yeah, yeah. or you know on like pc that. there's a macro afk now yeah oh God. that's exactly it's, the thing yeah, There's stuff really? like that. Yeah. Uh, if you're that player, I write your name down in a book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. I have a list. Report. Like, not only do you get reported, but I remember your name. It's written down. And then he calls up Deej. Yeah. Oh. Sean, like, has it there. He's like, let me look. Yeah, and then He's I call the H. And then I call Bungie via my Bungie apologist red phone line. <laughs> Christmas line. Bungie, this is Sean Finnegan. <laughs> yeah. I read into, yeah. That, uh, yeah. Hypnotoad. Drugs are great. Just for clarity. Or, I, we're joking. <laughs> 69. I, I like where I was going. Thanks for being I, I like matchmaking. With the high-value target quest, I think if that was going to be a quest, I think what would be better to matchmake it like that is, and then you're playing against the people that you're matchmade with. Mm-hmm. So that you might not like know a them. Quest. Yeah, or something. So then you are into this instance where – Yeah, what if they actually utilize Gambit for one of Or the something like that. Or yeah. – or lost sectors a little bit more than that yeah. one time they do for Spider, or yeah. get crit shots during a public event. I I listed like five that I came up with in like ten minutes. Yeah, but that, don't that you would get crit shots during public events. It is like kind the of the same. same. Yeah, it's, like, it's all the same. But it's a different thing. Like instead of just go shoot stuff in the face, which is literally all the quests are <laughs> that you either do in a lost sector or you go to the raid on Nessus. <laughs> And that's it. Let's back it up yeah. a sec. All of Destiny is just shoot something. Shoots up that's true. Yeah. Or that's throw true. balls. Or if they're the, <laughs> or if they're the Vex, you shoot them in the stomach. But yeah. to yeah. play devil's advocate, though, 
I do agree the quest sucks. Like yep. it, it, it's not, it's not imaginative at all or whatever. But like before, like I was thinking like if you wanted to grind for the EP shoddy, Welcome, CJ. Uh, uh, if you wanted to grind for the EP shoddy, runs. right? CJ it's, still doesn't have it. No, I just got it a few nights ago. Oh, oh really? 23 oh. runs it took me. It was 2 a.m. a year yes, late. You know, exactly. Was, Actually, I guess one I got to tell this months. story before I go on. <laughs> go my point. It's 2 a.m. I don't know why we're up at 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Because <laughs> we're playing Destiny. And me and Teddy are like, CJ, you still don't have the EP, EP shoddy. Like, and they're like, how many times you ran it? Like probably five. And I'm like, no, like 20. No, you said 60 and we said oh, put fine. on the emblem. Whatever. But anyway, <laughs> we, we grinded out for him and he got it. But anyway, <laughs> what I, what I, back to my point. If you wanted to grind for the EP shoddy, you couldn't because it's the escalation protocol isn't match made, right? Yeah. So like if you're the only guardian in that instance and you start it and like other, other guardians go into your instance, but they don't help you out, like you can't grind for the EP shoddy, right? Yeah. But now it's like you do that boring quest. It is boring, but it's fast. Like you get, you get like 20 Except for kills. the Nessus part. No, well, after you get the frame unlocked and you want to do it again, it's just 20 kills and then 20 radiant seeds and then that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to grind for the sniper rifle, I could just keep doing that all day if I wanted, which is nice because it's match made. The quest is easy yeah. and I can work toward that sniper rifle and you can literally do that all day. When you wanted like the escalation protocol shotgun, you couldn't, right? You'd need yeah. a team. You'd need other guardians and that was frustrating. So like I sound like the shill now, but <laughs> it is – they Better. are progressing if you yeah. think about it. Um, I, I don't like that they take away your, uh, I don't know, ticket that you need to buy the gold frames. Oh, the ballistic log? Yeah, the ballistic so log goes they away said, every week. Okay, so there's a glitch where you can't do – you're supposed to be able to – you can only have two max, yeah. and people wanted to do two at the same time. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you're cutting your playing time in half. Yeah. You have to do it one at a time now. So they said that's a bug. And then after every reset, people wanted to stack them up, but they disappeared. Yeah, but they said that was a bug too. I don't know if it was a bug or if that's intentional play design because if you think about it, they're forcing you to play then instead yeah. of stacking up. But I don't know. I I kind of like it. Like like I said before, if if you look at it in a vacuum, like oh this new DLC we got this, we throw balls at stuff. Yeah, it mm-hmm. sucks. But now that you if you think about Destiny Two as a whole, it it it's better. Well, you're, we're we're all playing a lot still, and so yeah. I mean when you think about that, like I know what you're saying within the context of review. This is not a DLC that's going to bring people in. Absolutely not. You have to be at 600 to play most of it. So that's a huge issue, I think overall. I'd say I'd say uh, mostly all like the actual content of forges. Mm-hmm. I think you need to be yeah 605. And well, they yeah, initially 610. 610 yeah, they lowered it down, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't think any of these seasons are gonna bring players in right no but that's well, next, the thing next season will be 700 for jokers wild they're gonna raise it by 50 a season right yeah, like i don't i don't i'm not i don't think these seasons are supposed to bring players in right well but that i mean so that to me it's like that is i think their challenge right is that they want to keep the hardcore and i mean we've said this on the show and especially sean you, you know they only focus on the hardcore a lot of people in the comment section are going hey man okay they only focus on the hardcore and now yeah, now I'm out. So there's definitely this fine line that they are constantly balancing and tuning the game to try to appease everybody. And I think it – I always say – I always feel like I'm saying this. Oh, it's really hard for them. But really, what is it? Because this is now the hardcore and people still are not happy. And it's – so we're staying but and you, playing. You can't But let's be clear. The hardcore will never be happy. So yeah. – so, but, so. but again <laughs> – so so that's the point. Like, how do you actually make a game that appeases everybody? You don't. You it, right. It is impossible. You don't so you can't. I appreciate what this is. Overwatch. As a Destiny player, I am playing it and actually am enjoying it. 
Do I wish things would be different? Yes, but I know that that's probably going to be happening with whatever March is because they'll fix whatever we didn't get in this DLC and implement it probably for the next one. And someday you'll try out that second forge. <laughs> hey, I haven't Hopefully gone to the second in a forge couple either. weeks. I've been yeah. on a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick question, Destin. I know these guys haven't done the raid, but yeah. since this is the FTC episode right after the raid, what is your ranking of all the raids in Destiny? Oh, this one's down there. Uh, I like up there or down there. Like lower, lower bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It, it, I like the Sparrow section and I like the Emboss section without spoiling it for these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are tearing through it now in like 14 minutes. I think and... that's the world record right now, 14 minutes. Yeah. 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 I saw that. So give me your ranking. Oh, dude. Like what, what do we have? Like all of Destiny? Yeah, all of Destiny. Off the top of my head? The top three. We did this at Garden. Well, you guys can give so me a ranking. This is not in without... my top three. This is not in my top three. I think okay. Vault of Glass still for that initial experience and yeah. like the cadence of releases and then yeah. maybe Taken King and then Wrath. I think Wrath is my number one. Yeah. Then Vault. I think Wrath is mine too. Yeah. 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 Wrath, Vault, King's Fall, uh, Eater of Worlds. I liked Eater of Worlds. Yeah, I Eater like Eater of Worlds. And then I have this one. And then I have Spire. Spire, and then I have Crota. Oh, see, I got a soft spot. I actually Crota, so. like Crota, I but I understand it. why people don't like it. I don't like raids. Well, I don't like Spire. I don't like raids. Whoa, <laughs> <Steve> <laughs> no, that's in you. It's like you got to take down a shield Steven and then make a meal, and then you got to hit him with. Sword. I don't like. It's kind of cool. I didn't like Crota because one person is doing something during the boss fight. Yeah, yeah. I do. I like that though because it gives a sense of ownership and responsibility. And it's like when you sucked at that sword. You like it because you're a sword person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love being that. But sword I, guy. I don't. I don't know. I didn't really I like Crota, and I didn't like Spire because, to me, Spire didn't feel like I was killing things. I was throwing balls at things. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like even from Encounter One, you're just throwing balls. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what. That's why I didn't like that one. Yeah, Vault Number One. Uh, for me, it goes back and forth. Between... Oh, I didn't even say Last Wish. Last Wish is uh above, um. Oryx for me. I like all kinds of Wrath mechanics in Lash. Last Wish, Oryx. Yeah, wow. I like mechanics in Last Wish, but as a whole, I don't know. It just doesn't seem as impactful as obviously those first uh, few raids of yeah. Destiny One. Oh, I forgot about Last Wish. Yeah, yeah, that might be. But my that, fourth. I think because it just it takes time, obviously, for those things to set in. Yeah. So, what is what's your show? I mean, mine's very similar to yours. I think depending on the day, it's either uh, Vaults of Glass or Wrath of the Machine. Um, I love. King's Fall as well, so that's probably third. Um, yeah, Last Wish. Probably Lash Wish, Lash Wish right then. Fourth, okay. Yeah, and then to me, honestly, the other ones, they all rank just at the bottom. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I like Last I like so incredible well, mechanically. So the other thing is solving like, it live in yeah. that environment before everybody had the solutions was yeah. so cool. Really good. Yeah. It was so cool. I like that it's cool. easy now, but I remember playing The Vault for the first time. Like, how in the world? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, were you talking about Last Wish Vault? Yes. yes. I still don't really understand that encounter. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, Left I can and right. That's yeah, the no, I just don't it's really, where your symbol appears. Yeah. No, I know. I just don't understand how I still can't. If someone was, I kind of have, like, let's say I have half my brain wrapped around it. But if someone was like, <laughs> Sean, you're assigning, like, a Penumbra and Antumbra to platforms, I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> okay. That's no, right, guys. Yeah. I, I Good luck, everybody. I like, I can read the so symbols. Cool. I can run the ball. I yeah. kill knights very well. And Where I understand, I, I understand that what's happening is we're mm-hmm. calling out each other symbols. And based on the symbols, we are figuring out which platforms are Antumbra or Penumbra. But, like, I get confused. <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't even I didn't even mention Leviathan. Like I forgot that Leviathan too. Leviathan was fun the first time. Leviathan is under Eater of Worlds for me. Yeah, yeah I don't me think too. I don't think Leviathan's very good. I just think it's yeah. way too uh, mechanic. mechanic-y. Yeah, yeah. yeah. way too mechanic-y. I, yeah. Like 
but so like everyone's cheesing ribbon now, understandably, because you don't want to do the whole process. But the whole rocket cheese is fun. Yeah, the whole <laughs> thing is, of like yeah. one side telling you which eyes to shoot, and the other team has to listen, and then you go back and forth. I mm-hmm. think that's so cool. That yeah, is like yeah. in Destiny One. I remember I've always said like Atheon. I think it's cool if two teams of three split up into a maze and they had yeah. to like help each other out, yeah. which is essentially what Riven is. Like yeah. you have to call out the eyes. If you mess up once, it's a wife. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I do I think, think that cool. that is really cool. We uh, had like seriously running that week one, we had to be excellent. We had yeah, to be superb perfect. to get past that encounter. And yeah. any raid team that did it that week, and that was such a rewarding feeling. Just passing Riven. Yeah. Like yeah. that was and excellent. Then it's it's crazy because people yeah. spent like hour like 10 hours on riven mm-hmm. without getting to that jumping part yep and then they get to the jumping part they have no idea what's going on and then yep. they wipe on that and it's like <laughs> see you later put <laughs> your monitor dude yeah i really like how it, i like that there's actually phases in that that was something i had always harped on with destiny before was like none of their bosses had phases because i come from mm-hmm. ugh, i come from world wow, of Warcraft. yeah where <laughs> you'd fight a boss and the first like 10 minutes of the encounter would be 100% to 80% or yeah. to 75%. And then once you get 75%, something else would happen. Brand new mechanic. Like the <laughs> boss starts acting totally differently. It's a new phase, right? And then it would happen two or three times throughout the duration of the encounter. That's the first time I've seen them do it extensively in Destiny. Yeah. And yeah. what do you know? It's like one of the best encounters. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why I high, that's why I hold uh, Last Wish at a really high level. Yeah. yeah. Sean, you and Andrea still talk, right? <laughs> yeah, we talk. We're friends, of course. We hung out outside uh, the office. Yeah. Just checking. Uh, yeah, that's all we have time for this episode. Thank you guys for listening and joining us to talk a little bit about the review. Uh, this is my last episode for the year. Oh, I'm definitely not going to be too, back right? next week. And then I think we're all kind of on vacation till January. So we're going to be going on a little bit of a hiatus okay. unless CJ decides to do one next week or the week after. Maybe. Um, you, you, do you want us to do one? We could. Steve yeah, and I and Sean, one. if you're around next week, we could. If Wednesday's my last day. I'm if okay. you guys can figure it out next week, that's all you. I'm going to visit my mom and my grandma. No. Destiny for Destiny. Another, another comments episode. And my dad. Let us there know in the yeah. comments below if you want another episode. There you go. Also, yeah. Of course. (laughs) Also, comments episodes are good. Yeah, comments episodes are good. Speaking of comments, leave in the comments. Rank us in order of shill number because I want to see how high I've climbed. Oh, that's a good one. Rank us in order. Who is the greatest shill? Yeah. Uh, Count Fran. Put Fran in there as well. Seriously, if we're gonna do a comments episode next week, we should leave uh, in the comments below what you want us to talk about. Let us know if you want us to talk about a specific topic. Yeah. 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 All right, well, that is it for this episode. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. And until next time, Guardians Guardians out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing 
to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.